And it's November the 30th, the last day in November. You know what that means? It's time to get your Christmas shopping done. That's right, tomorrow is December the 1st. Christmas will be here before you know it. We have just one, two, three Sundays before Christmas. Christmas is actually on a Sunday today, so that'll be exciting, an opportunity to celebrate the birth of Jesus while going to church. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. And so November the 30th, we're in Psalm 30, actually, today. We looked at the first five verses already. The Bible says, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up, and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And now today, the psalm takes a bit of a shift as we look at verses 6 and 7, sort of a testimony. And I mentioned yesterday that I think this might have something to do with David numbering the people later in his life when he was very prosperous and had uh, many soldiers in his army, riches, and so forth. The Bible says in verse number 6, David writes, And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Whoops! David made a mistake here. And it's a mistake that I think probably all of us make. Or if you don't remember making this mistake recently, it's a mistake that we're all prone to. And that is when we're prosperous, when we have everything we need, when there are no problems, when there are no real urgent uh, prayer requests, things that you'd normally find on a prayer request sheet at a church, a, a bulletin, people who are sick, emergencies, that sort of thing. When you're prosperous, when there's money in the bank, when people are healthy, when relationships are good, it's very easy to assume that everything is going to continue as it has for you forever. That there's no bad that's going to come. You've got it all figured out. And that's what happened to David. Poor David. David, who literally got this inspiration of Scripture from the Lord himself, whom God sent Samuel to anoint, whom God preserved through all kinds of situations, whom God gave the kingdom of Israel here. David, when he was prosperous, dealt with flesh just like all of us do, that flesh, that pride in our heart that lifts itself up when we're not kept humble. And he said, in that prosperity, I shall never be moved. Oh, merciful heavens. What a mistake. We are um, where, I, where I am and the, the churches where I've uh, pastored, where I'm, I'll be pastoring here um, in less than two weeks. Uh, it's an independent Baptist church. Now, uh, many of you are independent Baptists as well. And if you're not, maybe you've looked at a church sign that said independent Baptist and thought, what are they independent of? Are they rebellious anarchists? No, <laughs> it just means, simply means that we're not part of 
an organizational hierarchy. There's no outside of that local church governing body that would tell that church what it's supposed to do. Much higher, much higher is the Lord whom we answer to and the Holy Bible that the Lord has left us. And God installs a pastor as an under shepherd. Jesus Christ is the chief shepherd. The pastor, which means shepherd, is the under shepherd there. And he ministers there with the word of God as the authority and the Holy Spirit moving and ministering there. And so it's an independent Baptist church, not a part of the Southern Baptist or whatever. And if you are, God bless you. But independent, that's what that means. But I, the other day, I passed a church that did not say independent Baptist. And I've seen a couple churches, known a couple churches that are just simply called, that's their name, independent Baptist church, but not independent. We were down in the South Carolina Spartanburg area and we saw dependent Baptist church. That's all it said on the sign. I don't know if that's a reaction to a church sign with independent on and misunderstanding, but either way, that's pretty cool dependent Baptist church, uh, because I assume it means that they're dependent on the Lord. They're dependent on the Holy Spirit uh, every day. Uh, And that's wonderful because that's how you and I need to be. We need to be dependent Baptists all the time. Here, David got independent because of his prosperity. He had everything that he needed, not independent from an organizational hierarchy in his church, didn't have any of that, but independent uh, from God. And, uh, you know, if I'm speaking to an independent Baptist, we can real easily get very proud, um, rightfully so in a way, the right kind of pride in our independent status. We believe the, the churches are self-governing, self-propagating, self-supporting. But then we get so independent, and I could be this way, so independent that I don't feel like I even need the Lord. And we wouldn't say that, but we would show that by us not relying on him day to day, by being prideful, by refusing to even read the Bible. And that's something so simple. But how easy is it to neglect the Bible and to show by neglecting to hear from God through his written book, the word of God that he gave us? And refusing to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit as he illuminates the scriptures to us, when we refuse to do that, we're just showing that we are not dependent, but independent of God. In our prosperity, we say we shall never be moved. You know why why I say that? Because when we go through a real hard time, when there's confusion and we need direction, or the bills just don't quite add up, we go to God real quick, don't we? because we don't have that prosperity. But so oftentimes that prosperity will lead us to be independent of relying upon God. And this happens all the time in scripture. Verse number seven, he says, the next verse, Lord, by thy favor, there's that word again. Remember yesterday, we understand that is is equivalent to grace. By thy favor, thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst tie thy face, and I was troubled. So when David said that in his prosperity, his prosperity, he'd never be moved, he was relying upon himself, God turned his face. And when God turns his face away from somebody, when it says that in Scripture, that means that 
the hand of blessing is removed from their life. Whether it's from a nation, a family, a person, even a church, the the face of God, the hand of God can be removed. Uh, that means that the blessings are being removed. But when the face of God is upon somebody, that just means that the blessings are upon that person. So when David said, in my prosperity, I shall never be moved, God hid his face. That's what that means. And it brought about, David said, I was troubled. Troubled means to be overtaken by terror, to be panicked, to be trembling in fear. And he realized, by thy favor, Lord, by thy favor, thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. The reason for my prosperity, God, is you, only you, only you. And sometimes it takes God looking away a little bit, taking those blessings away to make us understand, to remind us that it was all God in the first place. It was never us. And it's so funny, however much we understand that. And you might be listening right now and you say, yeah, I understand that. I agree. It's all God. It will take no time for us to be prosperous and things just fall in place and click for, uh, I, I don't even have to say a few years. I mean like a few days sometimes. And we are just so puffed up, prideful, and my prosperity, I shall never be moved. And the Lord just has to look away a little bit. This happened a lot in scripture. Um, someone had prosperity, then they'd be lifted up in pride. God would turn his face and then they would have trials. There would be plight. They would turn to God, cry out in God in prayer. God would deliver them preservation. And then they'd experience prosperity. And in no time at all, that pride would return. So I jotted down here, pride, then prosperity, or excuse me, prosperity, then pride, then plight, prayer, preservation, right back to prosperity, right back to pride. Wherever you are in this cycle, can I encourage you to pause when you get to prosperity and connect the prosperity and the prayer? Turn your face to the Lord, even in your prosperity. Make it a habit. No matter how you feel, no matter what the needs are, perceived needs for the day, make it a, your uh, conviction that you will fall upon your knees daily. You will open the scriptures daily and say, Lord, I'm nothing without you. It is because of your favor that I have anything at all. Don't say in your prosperity, I shall never be moved. Say like he said in the next verse, by thy favor, thou hast made my mountain to stand strong.